Good morning. It's February 21st, and this is your daily brief in U.S. news. Here's everything you need to know. In a move that signals escalating tensions between the United States and Russia, the U.S. is gearing up to announce sweeping sanctions in response to the death of Alexei Navalny and the ongoing conflict in Ukraine. This development comes amid a backdrop of international outcry and a family's quest for justice. The U.S. is poised to impose significant sanctions on Russia, marking a robust response to the death of political opposition leader Alexei Navalny and the continuing conflict in Ukraine. Navalny's family is in the throes of grief, seeking the return of his remains for burial, while his widow, Yulia Navalnaya, accuses Russian President Vladimir Putin of being behind her husband's death. Amidst these preparations for major sanctions, there are also reports of a dual national being arrested in Russia on charges of state treason, adding another layer of complexity to the already tense U.S.-Russia relations. The Kremlin, on its part, has steadfastly denied any allegations of a cover-up and has dismissed calls for an international investigation into Navalny's death. Despite these denials, the resolve of Navalny's family remains unshaken. Yulia Navalnaya has vowed to continue the work of her late husband, embodying a spirit of defiance in the face of adversity. In a show of support, Notable figures like Walt Mossberg have extended their solidarity to Navalny's family during this challenging time, highlighting the global attention and concern this case has garnered. In a pivotal moment for press freedom and international law, Julian Assange, the co-founder of WikiLeaks, is making headlines once again. This time, it's his fight against extradition to the United States that's capturing global attention. Assange is currently appealing in a UK court, challenging the decision to extradite him on grounds that the charges he faces are politically motivated. His legal team is raising serious concerns about the possibility of being denied justice in the US, where Assange could be sentenced to up to 175 years in prison for his role in publishing classified documents related to US military and diplomatic activities. Meanwhile, a wave of support has surged across France, with rallies in Paris and 17 other cities. These demonstrations, organized by the Ligue des Droits de l'Homme and the Syndicat National des Journalistes, are not just about showing solidarity. They're calling on the French government to grant Assange asylum. This groundswell of support underscores the case's significance, not just for Assange, but for the broader issue of press freedom globally. Back in the UK, the court is meticulously considering Assange's appeal against the extradition approval granted in 2022. The outcome of this legal battle is eagerly awaited, as it holds profound implications for journalists and publishers worldwide. Assange himself has been held in a high-security prison in London since 2019, a stark reminder of the personal cost of exposing sensitive information. This case continues to be a touchstone for debates on freedom of the press and the rights of whistleblowers. In a chilling reminder of the risks dual citizens face in geopolitical hotspots, Xenia Kavana, a dual U.S.-Russian citizen, finds herself at the heart of international tensions. 
On February 20, 2024, she was detained in Yekaterinburg, Russia, accused of treason for a seemingly small act of charity, donating $51 to a Ukrainian charity as Russia invaded Ukraine. This donation has led to charges that could see Kavuna facing up to 20 years behind bars. Kavana's arrest comes at a critical juncture, amidst discussions between the U.S. and Russia regarding a potential prisoner exchange. However, the inclusion of dual citizens in such exchanges remains a rare occurrence. This incident adds to the growing list of U.S. citizens detained in Russia, including journalist Evan Gershkovich and former Marine Paul Whelan, highlighting a worrying trend of Americans being targeted amid escalating tensions between the two nations. The U.S. is actively seeking information following Russia's intensified crackdown on perceived foreign threats, a crackdown that has even seen U.S. Senator Lindsey Graham labeled as a terrorist. Meanwhile, the U.S. Embassy in Moscow has acknowledged Kavana's arrest, but has yet to provide further details. Analysts are raising concerns that Moscow might be leveraging detained Americans as bargaining chips in its negotiations with the U.S., this strategy comes into sharper focus with Russian President Vladimir Putin's expressed willingness to exchange Gershkovich for a Russian imprisoned in Germany, despite Russia's rejection of several U.S. proposals for the release of Gershkovich and Whelan. Kavana's arrest underscores the broader geopolitical chess game unfolding between Russia, Ukraine, and the U.S., with individual lives hanging in the balance. In the aftermath of celebration-turned-tragedy, two Kansas City men face serious charges for their roles in a shooting during the Chiefs' Super Bowl parade. Dominic Miller and Lindell Mays have been charged with second-degree murder, armed criminal action, and unlawful use of a weapon, following an incident that left one dead and 22 injured. The confrontation began with a verbal altercation, escalating quickly when Mays allegedly drew a handgun. However, it was Miller's weapon that discharged the fatal shot, claiming the life of Lisa Lopez Galvin. Both Miller and Mays have admitted to their involvement in the tragic event. If convicted, they could be looking at prison sentences ranging from 10 to 30 years. But the story doesn't end with them. Two minors have also been charged in connection to the shooting, and authorities hint at the possibility of additional charges and suspects being unveiled as the investigation continues. This incident has not only brought grief to Kansas City, but has also reignited discussions on gun violence, particularly in the context of public celebrations. In response, the Missouri House has moved to ban celebratory gunfire in cities, a legislative step reflecting the community's heightened concerns over such incidents. As the city mourns and reflects, the ongoing investigation seeks further information from the public, leaving open the possibility of more charges for those involved. In a shocking turn of events, a former YouTube vlogger known for her parenting advice has been sentenced to prison for aggravated child abuse. This case has sent ripples through social media, raising alarms about the potential dangers lurking behind seemingly innocent content. Ruby Franca, once celebrated for her parenting vlogs, has been sentenced to a staggering up to 60 years in prison after her 12-year-old son escaped their home and sought help, exposing a reality far removed from the one portrayed online. 
The boy's brave actions led to the rescue of his siblings from what has been described as a concentration camp-like setting. Both Franca and her business partner Jody Hildebrandt pleaded guilty to charges of aggravated child abuse. In a courtroom filled with emotion, Franca tearfully apologized, admitting to having followed distorted guidance for the past four years. This case not only highlights the severe consequences of her actions, but also casts a shadow over the role of social media in child welfare, sparking debates on the need for greater oversight. The fallout from this case has been significant. Prior to her arrest, Franca's parenting methods had already raised red flags among her viewers, leading to reports to authorities. Furthermore, in a move that underscores the personal toll of this tragedy, Franca's husband has filed for divorce, signaling the disintegration of a family once in the public eye. This story serves as a stark reminder of the responsibility that comes with influence and the hidden realities that can exist behind a screen. It raises critical questions about the impact of social media on child welfare and the mechanisms in place to protect the most vulnerable. This has been your daily brief in U.S. News. To read more about these stories, follow the links in the episode bio. You can also subscribe to these updates via email at www.brief.news. For more daily podcasts about the topics you love, visit brief.news forward slash podcasts. Tune in tomorrow. We'll be back with everything you need to know.